Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. Today we're here with the great Barry Davis, a man who needs no introduction anywhere in the wrestling world. Thanks for joining us. How you doing? Glad to be here, guys. Especially on a show called Mindset. That's what it's all about right there. We'd, we'd one heck of a weekend over at the NWCA convention. We were across from each other. We got a Gable Gold, Silver Star Nutrition, right across. Wrestling yep. Mindset on the other side. It was a great like, great little meeting of the minds there. Well, it's a great meeting of the minds because, again, it, um, greatness starts with the mind. You've got to see it. you got to visualize it. you got to take time to, at night, um, lay down and dream about things. Two, you need protein to recover. To be, you know, as strong as possible. Do all the things right. That's part of a a positive mindset doing things right because you don't do things right doubt peeps in when doubt peeps in agitation creeps in agitation creeps in not at your best we were talking about this a lot over the weekend about and it seemed like you couldn't comprehend not doing what you're supposed to do like how a lot of people they just like well why can't i do this why can't i do that and you said look boom you just you just do it you just do it right like i feel like you couldn't comprehend not doing what you were supposed to do I, yeah, I, I mean, if you want to win, why would you do the small things right? I don't, like, you know, why would you skip practice? Why would you not give your best effort? So, like, I don't understand that because, again, you, you don't want doubt to creep in your mind. You want to go out there. I did everything right, so I can just give it my, my all, and then I can walk off the mat not feeling, you know, well, if I lost, well, I just got not work harder, just make adjustments. Reset, reset. Talk about that too. I just got to reset again and readjust and, and move forward. But I don't understand why you would, why you would, like we talked earlier, why would you even drink before you even did anything? There's no need to. You're not good enough to do that. Okay. Maybe if you're an All American, maybe you're a national champion. But if you're a national champion, when do you have another year left? Why would you still do? Because you want to win again. So, and what about your competition out in Russia or Iran? 
Maybe they're not. Maybe, there's like there's there's levels to this game, and like you might be the best in the country. We're talking about world class, where one or two points is going to separate gold from silver. One mistake costs you a um, overall title. You know, I, I look at Dave. I look at this. I look at David Taylor. Okay, he won the worlds, beat the Iranian, won the Olympic Games, and he got beat in the worlds at the at the Olympic Games. But he he reset. He knew had to stop the right hand underhook. So what did he do? Made one change. He wins. He bounced right back. He didn't wasn't doubt in his mind. <clears throat> I I won these two. Fell a little short. Not the goal, but he didn't. He go out and probably get hand. He didn't do that stuff. You know what he did? He went back. You know what, Coach Kale? Here's what I got. Something happened. What, what? What? Watch video. Made an adjustment. One little adjustment. No underhook. He dominated. Totally dominated the Iranian. He bounced right back. He didn't, oh, I got a problem. I feel, no, he didn't do that. You don't do that. <clears throat> you readjust. You make it um, reset, like we talked about. My morning routine is this, okay? At night, things didn't go well. I didn't sleep well or or something happened. My daily, my daily routine was off in the morning. Before I go to, go to school or go to work, like that night, I get back home, I reset. Next day, get back to my daily routine. Don't get up for a long period of time. Just reset it. It is the mind is so strong. If the mind is set, the body does it. It follows. Lock in mentally, and the body reacts. No matter what how stressful it is, the body will react and get the job done. That's how strong that is. A lot of guys just seem to have a problem doing that. And they, they, they have a difficult time. I mean, it, for whatever reason, uh, maybe it's a weak will, maybe it's nerves, maybe it's pressure from home, whatever it could be. Feels like a, lot of, a lot of people just struggle with being able to reset themselves. How does an athlete work on that? In the mental part, sit down and think about it. <clears throat> are you trying to please somebody else instead of yourself? Are you, <clears throat> are you um, again, like we talked about before, um, you know, or pressure. You don't want pressure? How about this? How about you get a phone call walking into the practice in 2010? Remember it well. Oh, what's my mom calling me at seven o'clock in the morning for? Practice. Hello? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Okay. Got it. Click. For the secretary, hey, um, Donnie, first of all, I said, Donnie, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, uh, hey, we're in practice, I'll be right in. Uh, Got, went down the locker room, got dressed, got in the car, took off, and um, until it's 8 Sandy, I guess the things I got to take care of at home. I'll call you later. Oh, my brother's been gone two days and he's around. You want pressure? Take that phone call. But how do I react to it? <clears throat> got a wife, got two kids, got two other brothers, got a mom and dad, got a team to coach. Can't break. I got, I got responsibility and accountability. I got to take care of that. My departmentalize things that way, you know? I, so I can't fall apart. If I fall apart, everything falls apart. So, you know, you got to just readjust, reset, move forward because people are counting on you and you're responsible for certain things. You have a job to do. So, but right. you, gotta, you, you, got, you got to control that somehow. But like we talked earlier with me in college, um, you know, I had a guy in college, I was a true freshman, and um, I don't know what's the athlete's name, but 
So we're working out, you're right, break, break. So you sit against the wall, you're sitting there, you know, you're covering, getting your mind ready for the next go. This guy goes, hey, Barry, he's a senior. He hey, Barry, we're going to go out tonight. I go, oh, we are? He goes, yeah. And we're gonna, you're going to go with us? I go, oh, I am. Because yeah, and, and we're going to drink. And you're going to drink too? I go, I am. I go, how'd you do last year? You know how I did whatever, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, that's right. You took second. I listen to you. You're not a national champion. I'll do whatever whatever I want to do. But I think people want to follow the crowd or follow somebody. But where's the crowd going? The crowd going that way. It goes that way. It goes that way. Keep going that way. Don't go that way. So it's right. It's, it's, still, it's so easy. People make it complicated. It's not winning's not that complicated. How about this? Your day revolves around your workout. Workout doesn't revolve around your day. Right, exactly. And, and, and being able to get the most out of yourself, like we were saying, that's different for every kid. Just like no two fingers on your hands are the same, no two kids are the same. Yeah, so true, yeah. You, you gotta know what makes each individual athlete tick. And the story you told about for, for you, when you were saying about how people dealing with choking under pressure, you said that when you would think about winning a national championship, it was a lot of pressure. But if you just th thought about getting your picture up in the office, which means you have to win a national championship to do that. Yeah. You didn't think about winning or losing. You, nope. you started thinking about scoring points. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, being in Iowa, you know, it's about winning national championships. Okay. So, um, you know, if you, if you won that title, you get your picture in the office. All American, you didn't. It was on the board somewhere. But you know, I wanted my picture in the office. So people say, Beard, do you want to be a national champion? I go, nah, I want my picture in the office. Well, if you do that, you got to be a national champion. So you want to be a national champion, right? I go, no, no. I want a picture on the wall. Because see, when I was always like this, hey, I'm up I'm up by one. If I'm up by two, and, and, and okay, because they get taken down, I'm down by one. But if I'm up by three, I get my picture on the wall. Oh, or I'm up by... This, if I keep scoring points, I get my picture on the wall. Oh, I'm up by one. If I win the title, picture on the wall. So like now I'm starting. If I if I just if I just win, I get picture on the wall. That means now I'm like on the defense. I'm thinking, like, hey, I want picture on the wall. I gotta keep on scoring more points to make sure I do win. Get my picture on the wall. Now I'm thinking more offensive. So you gotta trick your mind sometimes. Same as an athlete. Trick your mind, trick the way you train, trick the way you think. Exactly. And, that, and it's such a subtle difference between national champ versus picture up in the office, which in effect is the same thing, but it's yeah. registering in your mind differently. And that's what makes the difference. That's what we tell people that we have. There's these general principles of mindset that everyone can apply. But if you really want to maximize your performance, you've got to know what makes you tick. And that might be different than the other guy. And it might just be a subtle change in the way you say something or a subtle shift. And instead of focusing on this, no, I'm going to focus right there. And from here to there makes a huge difference. But yeah, it's like this, going to practice, not worry about winning, but worry about learning. Yeah, I, I do these camps. So I was at a camp out in um, Pennsylvania. Aaron Brooks was there, Levi Haynes was there, and a couple other guys. And so um, I told this little kid, hey, hey, come here, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions here. Every time I say it, you say something to you, say no every time. So I, I, everything got all done. We got all done, whatever, you know. So I go, hey, young man, come here. Hey, Aaron Brooks, come here. I go, how many guys out there 
thinks Aaron Brooks can take this kid down. Really, he can do that. Oh, they raise their hand. How many guys think Aaron Brooks can pin this kid? Aaron's like, you know, he's just, he's a good guy. He's like, yeah, you think he can pin? They all raise their hand. I go, young man, you think he can take you down? He goes, nope. Really? Nope. Think he can pin you? I go, he goes, nope. Can't. You guys believe that? They go, no, no. I go, hold on here. I said, you know why? Aaron Brooks can't take him down. I go, hey, in practice, do you ever get taken down? He goes, nope. You ever get pinned? He goes, nope. That's right, guys. You know why? It's practice. It's practice. Because there's no official, no score, no nothing. These guys say this all the time. So I say, see, you know what? So who's lying? Him or you? You guys are lying. You know what? You never got taken down one time. But this is what they do. I beat this guy today. I took him down five times. And the other day, I took him down five times. I beat this guy. I beat that guy in practice. They're like, they're like, hey, you beat that kid in practice, and he's beating these guys. You're not. What's going on? I, th I thought you beat this kid all the time. He's winning. You're not winning. So you know what? Who cares about practice? It's learning. I'm on my back. I got to get off my back. I get that guy in my leg. Look, learn the score. So you're always building and learning. So that's why I'm a practice wrestler because you're keeping score. Who cares about practice? I seen Randy Lewis get pinned hundreds of times. Dude was good. He could lay it down. So that's one way. The other way is this. I know that um, you, know, you know you guys work with Rutgers by a guy by the name of Donnie Pristoff. So I really thought his sophomore year was primed to win. I thought this kid freshman year did a great job. I thought he's primed to win here. Just but it wasn't quite physical enough. It's really close, just not quite there. So the NCAAs got done. I think he took uh, third that year or fourth. He got beat by the kid from Penn State a couple of different times. Just give me the kid's name now. But anyway, I thought he was primed to win it. But said, Donnie, here's the deal. What I'm going to do is this. Next year, guarantee you, do 100 push-ups extra per day, you win the NCAA championships. But you know, I didn't say, I said, don't miss a day. I'm not saying I do it for seven days, then I miss a day, I do 200 every day. It's the 100 extra push ups. Why is that? You know why? Because your mind's always on winning. Those 100 push ups remind you that you want to win the NSAs next year. Said to him probably in March, pretty much after the NSAs, we came back. So then, never said it again. All of a sudden, January goes, hey, Coach, yeah, he goes, so do my push ups. I'm like, what? To do my 100 push ups. He did at the NCAs too. Although he, so he wins the NCAs. See, told you. Didn't say a word to him. Next January, next January, he goes, Hey, to do my push ups. He wins it again. The time is now to take your mindset to the next level with Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you go to our website, WrestlingMindset.com, and sign up for your free trial session today. Don't wait any longer. You want the mental edge right now. When you sign up for the free trial session, you're also going to get a copy of our free ebook, Building the Predator Mindset. This book has helped thousands of people build confidence, relax under pressure, get motivated, and build mental toughness in wrestling, school, and life. Make sure you sign up for your free trial session today. So... Because what he's doing is, when you do that, why am I doing these 100 push-ups? Because I want to win. 
when you think about winning, your mind is creative. You're thinking of ways to win, finding ways to win. Your mind's working that direction. That's why you do the little extra. See? Right. It's, it's not even just about the physical that it's doing for you. It's about yeah, that, yeah. That, that, yes. mental, that mental edge. Yes. It's like this. Hey, I went out with the guys. I went out with them. You know what I did before I went out? I worked out. Now when I went out, I can relax because I already have the workout in. A lot of guys wouldn't work out. They just go out. No, I'd work out. Then, go then, then I know I got it done. Next day I wake up, I work out right away. Done. See? Done. I, I didn't drink. And, and so didn't, doing, didn't drink in college. So, right. and, and, and having that mentality, did it, didn't Coach Gabe, I remember you saying maybe in one of the other interviews that he would play mind games with people. Do you think he got good with at playing mind games with other people because he would play mind games with himself to train? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And another thing is this, you're in college for five years. There's no, why, why do you, there's a need to drink and party? So if I go to college at 19, I get done at 24, just to make it, just say 25, let's make it. So for those five years, I work hard, train hard, have fun, but just do everything right. You know, you walk away, win a national championship, or you had a great career, put you back on and be proud of. I got, say, live to be 75. I got 50 years to make those five years up. So why why do it? But why live that lifestyle anyway? But I'm saying that, you know, so many guys are 50 years old going, I blew it, I should do this, did that, and you know, that, that all this doubt. Now you have doubt for the next 50 years or regret. Don't do that. Just while you're there, do it right. And then you get done, then you move on to the next phase and and um Right. It's never it's better. never the, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing, and it's never the right time to do the wrong thing, right? It's a common age-old saying right yeah well put well put so um I, I just i always say this finding ways to give yourself an edge if i used to have to practice five minutes extra, extra every day in conditioning well that's that's um you know 35 minutes a week do that for a month it's two hours and 20 minutes i do it for the next month so i'm like this many hours ahead of my opponent for conditioning wise you know what now I know I'm in better shape. Cumulative. I, I, yeah, so I do extra work on on technique, extra five minutes on technique on this four header. I do work on my singling five minutes. The next day, I do my double or setups or, or reshots or off the bottom on top. So I know I built up a you know extra conditioning, extra skill work, extra whatever plus a hundred push-ups. So I know what now. I have an edge. I have an edge. I created an edge. I get tired. I'm strong. I solid. So all these different things. Oh, that makes sense. And that's what I was saying before. Like I think because Gable used to do that to himself mentally. He used to yeah, yeah, he was yeah. able to do that to you guys because he knew what he knew what he had to do. He'd probably try one thing for himself to get himself motivated. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. So if it didn't work, he'd try something else. If that didn't work, he would try something else. So he knew yeah. how to get the mind games going in his own head so he could give it to you. That's, that's why you guys do a good job because you guys research all that and we we talked in depth a lot of different things. That's why, you know, I enjoyed, I mean, it was like inspiration to talk to you guys because what you're doing with athletes, you're teaching each athlete. We all, then, you all, don't, all don't think the same. Like you said, you know, you said, try this, try this. So always, you're, you're always doing something to work with the mind. And once you get it, you got it. 
So that's why you guys are so good at what you do because you're very creative. You look at things more than one way. You got 10 different people, all have the same belief, but look at it a little bit different than the other guy does. That's why you guys are so good at what you do. So I'm, I learned a lot from you guys this past weekend. I enjoyed our time together. I was inspired. I couldn't wait. Go back and get to go. You guys are here. <laughs> well, it works both ways because it's not like we're, uh, we're not inventing anything brand new. What are we doing? We're listening to interviews of Gable, of Davis, of all the greats. And what are you guys saying? What do they have in common? And okay, now let's take that and let's package that into a more systematic program so we can give that to kids easily. Because a lot of kids, like the things you were doing, you might look at them as common sense. Other people have no idea how to do that. They, that light never flickers for them. It never goes off in their head. And it's like, if they were able to just do the things you did, they have a better chance of achieving the things you did, even if not exactly, but they get more out of themselves. And that's the key. How do yeah. we get as much potential out of ourselves as possible? Well, that that's the key, you know, um, strive for greatness. If you strive for that, you can get good results down the road no matter what. So, um, and, and like I said, we thought in, in the meeting we had, talk about people scared to win. Well, some people are scared to lose. You know, I mean, you said, oh, the fear, fear of losing. But some people are scared to win. Like some guys, like, hold on a second here. You're going to wrestle the national championship. You're going to walk. So I, I talk to you right now before you go out there. When that's the title, you come back seven minutes later, all of a sudden, you're a different guy. The same exact guy. But think, well, if I won a championship, I have more pressure. I'm a different person. Really? Why are you a different guy? What's changed? I don't know. Same hairdo, same color eyes, whatever. But that's as, as, as basic as it is when you say that. That's a very hard thing for the person. A lot of people, they struggle with that where, oh, if I win, I think it's because they don't have that stable self-identity. And it's like, if I win or if I make a certain amount of money or if I accomplish this goals, then I'm better. And it's that, no, you're not better. You just accomplish that goal. That's hard for kids to understand. They actually think that it affects their identity. You know? Well, I had a kid by the name of Aaron Chrome. He uh, wants to be at Wisconsin, and he's in, he went into a basketball with another guy. He goes, man, I'm making these deals, Coach, like 100000 million. He goes, I get a little nervous. And 100000 is 500000 Now I do million-dollar deals and this and that. I go, here's a question. 100000 he goes, not that nervous. 500000 you know, people's money, a little bit nervous. Man, I get a little nervous. I said, all right, you got 100000 what do you have a million? You had what? Three more what? Zeros? You do 10 million? Another zero? Actually, actually, adding zero, everything you're doing. So, why did you get nervous? You had zero. You had nothing to it. Just a zero. He goes, hmm, good point. Small mental shift. Small so, mental shift. What? The kid I, now is, he's unbelievable, making money hands over foot. So he says, you know what? Yeah. $100 million? Coach, I said three more zeros. Okay, good, good for you. No big deal. But it's but it's it's one of those things because like it is a big deal, but it's just a small, small mental shift going from here to there, and it changes everything. That's why the mind is so powerful because a very small shift makes the world of a difference. Yeah. So everybody wants to look at the big picture. How about this? That picture frame behind me right there. You can see a picture behind me. That, that picture is not one big picture, it's probably about 
all different things that go into that picture. That's the way I look at it. Right? So, I know, I mean, you guys were just like, we go back and forth and give me energy doing things, give me ideas. So that's, that's, that's what it's about, communication. You know what it's about? Truth. We say it over and over again that ultimately, if you're not rooted in truth, truth trumps everything, right? And that's got to be that's got to be the foundation. And I know now we're getting into philosophy and metaphysics and ultimate reality. But if we're not rooted in truth, you don't have a darn thing because then you're just making stuff up. It's subjective, and subjective isn't a far cry from arbitrary, which means like, oh, today I feel this way, tomorrow I feel that way. You don't achieve any goal like that, and you certainly don't reach a level of happiness. And ultimately, we don't reach our destination, God willing, our destination in heaven. So no matter how you look at it, spirit, mind, or body, you're going to need some truth. Yeah. It's like the guy said, hey, we're going to do this. I go, ah, no, I don't think so. No. Right? Truth. Well, I better do it because he's older than me. He's a senior. Ah, well, nah, no thanks. So, but yeah, you know, and just be this, be honest. You know what? Be a national champion, say it. If you don't, then All-American, then that's fine. Don't want to be an All-American. For you, that's good. Okay, that's okay with that. Just because I'm a champ or not champ, world medals, world champ or not, you know what it comes down to is my character, my leadership. Right. There's plenty of guys that've been phenomenal athletes, but I'm a very good person. I really be notable for my my work ethic, my accountability, my rather than always titles. You know, get of all this stuff. You see plenty of guys say, that guy, he's one, but he's not a very nice guy. He's, he's character, whatever. But I'd rather have that. So, Absolutely. We always say it's like wrestling has to be a vehicle to build virtue and mental skills for life. Because if you have virtue, you'll be good at anything you do. If all you aim at is success, you might be successful, but then you have a failed marriage, failed career, you know, and, and on and on and on. And, and what good is that? I mean, wrestling should make the best people. Yeah. Last question I had for you, just a que just general question about Gable, because you were around, you were around the man, and I saw you tell stories before about him beating Bannock and um, who was oh, yeah. Lewis when he was older. Yeah. What age could Gable? Was he really able to beat the whole lineup even after he was retired? Oh, are you kidding me? So it was funny. Randy Lewis would say the same thing. So, so it was after '84, we're in a room. I think it was the following. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I, I get. I can't remember. It might have been in the summertime. Anyway, so that but we're working out, you know, Lewis, you know, he's always, you know, gold medalist and you know, which, 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 and he was Olympic champion. The guy was great. So, you know, I'm Randy Lewis, Olympic, Olympic gold medalist. So, when he one day, uh, you know, Randy was being pretty cocky the whole week, whatever you know, and he didn't say a whole lot. I hey, Randy, you want to wrestle tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll work out with you, no problem. So, so Gable never worked out during practice, ever, ever worked out during practice, never worked out during practice. So all of a sudden he goes, um, so practice got done and we're just, you know, you're tired, we're just sitting around and recovering and talking a little bit about practice, the guys were healed, you know. So Gable takes about 20 minutes to warm up and Randy walks over, lays on his side, and just, just goes to his bridge and he goes, coach, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? He goes, he goes, he goes yeah. Not really, but I, I think I'm ready. So Gabe Lewis goes, all right, coach, hold on a second. I'm ready. He goes, let's go. So he goes, he goes, Lewis goes like this. He goes, coach, you say when. 
All right, go. Go. Austin, Gable shoots, Lewis takes it, gets a takedown right away. And then Gable reverses him. From then on, then on, it was like 52 to 2. He beat him like no tomorrow. It was ugly, ugly. He did one time, he had his leg, his head like this here. He's, like, he's just cranking, cranking. It was like, ah, I go, you know, he's, we're like, he's going to break his back. He's like bending his back like this. Yeah, I go, oh my gosh. He's going to, he's just like this. And no one said a word. So Lewis rolls through and gives him on his back and pins him again. And Lewis is laying there like this here. Over and pushes him over. So he's on both knees. He goes, he goes one, two, three. So that's and goes, got up and walked away. <laughs> he didn't say a word. He didn't have to. No, no. He, he was so strong and so powerful. What, then, what, what was their weight? How old was, was Gable at the time? Oh, he was probably. And what did he weigh, roughly? 160 soaking wet. How Lewis old? Weighed, yeah. Lewis, they're about, like, Gable was like 38, 36. Lewis is like 24, 25. And this is after Lewis won the gold. Yeah, Lewis is in his prime. And and what did what was the weight difference between the two of them? I mean, uh, Lewis, you know, Lewis was about the same weight. They're about the same. Lewis is pretty big. Yeah, he, he was. He was like three six and a half. He weighed about almost. He cut it from about 50, 55, 60 down that weight class. But listen to this though. So now Eddie Vanek is in the room, the big champion. At one ninety eight, he probably weighed two twenty, two twenty. He thought, yeah. They would be at Lewis, but... What year is this now? 84. Oh, crap, because this is the year he won it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, you know, we four-time finalists, won three national championships. Sorry, you know, one of the best of all time in college. But this is the year he won the Olympics, 84. Correct. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, Gable, you know, the other was 198, probably weighed 220, 225. Okay, Gable went 160, soaking wet. So, he thought, I think, I think he thought maybe, you know what, give it about a week, week and a half. But yeah, think on the little guy, huh? About me. So him and Gable wrestled. So look at our room. There's like three mats. Okay. So we have like bleachers right in the middle of middle of, of the three mats. So again, practice got done. We're sitting there. All of a sudden, so we're sitting like on the edge of the, the mats, like right here. Okay. So we're sitting here watching. All of a sudden, man. Gable gets on top of Eddie. He's turning to Eddie's going, uh, 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 like that. Arm barring. He's turning like a top. I mean, like ding, 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 ding. All of a sudden, turns him again and just rides him. It's like, ah, uh, boom, arm bar. Gable stands up. He stood up. Eddie just laying on his back, exhausted. Gable walks by. Walk, he, again, he doesn't say a whole lot. He walks by. He looks at us. He goes, turns like a top. Kept on walking, got a glass of water, sat down on the far end of the bridges by himself, like this. Drinking. Eddie, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's come back down. You know, people talk about these guys being great. I mean, this guy, you're talking to a guy that's 36, 38, or 7, 38 years old. Guy's 220, four time NCAA champion. Race of all time, just one Olympic gold medal and just hammers them. Both. Not just Rainier Lewis, but Eddie Bennett, who's like 
60 pounds heavier than he is, you know, and just throttled him. So, uh, yeah, G Gable, he, I drilled him one time. He grabbed me one time. He grabbed me one time. He's making a point to me. When that guy grabbed me, I, I look at my hair. I just, he put fear. When he grabbed me, fear ran through my body. And he grabbed you, man. He was like, he was so like, so um, he had something to tell me, and then uh, Messi's got through. So I'm, yeah, he I'm, got his point across. Hey, hey, coach, coach, I'm good. Got the message. We're all good. <laughs> that's that's funny. Now, and you said he wasn't. Uh, you said he wasn't wrestling with the guys in practice. No, he would never. No, he would never wrestle in practice. So when did, never. when, did, when he, did he wrestle? How was he able to keep up his? You know everything. He worked out. He worked out uh, always at the practice. I seen him with. Uh, this is eighty. I was 82, we just got into the corporate arena, okay? Practice got done. She had this girl, Jennifer, with him. She wasn't very, very big. She had to be with him, okay? So all of a sudden, you know, practice got done. He talks to the guys, talks to the team, whatever, stuff, whatever. So I go in, obviously, he goes in, obviously, boom. So I walk in the locker room. He's, he's wrestling Adam, the dummy on the wall, okay? Walk in, I sauna, cool down, shower, get dressed, whatever. I go back out there, the dude's still hitting Adam, the dummy. Boom, 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 boom. His daughter's never here. She's out like a light. He's bam, 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 bam. I've been on that thing for 45 minutes, just rocking. I mean, just, I'm talking, you know, hitting it, doubling it, moving it, snapping it, hitting it, just, just beating the part of this thing. But again, that was, that was his mindset. That's what he, you know, you know, again, Louis Bannock never had to talk about Russell, ever. He would be on the bench, always joking, doing things. That's fine. You have to think about it. Just, and this is before his match. You know, Eddie was different. Eddie would Eddie liked to talk about it and watch video. And again, they're twins, but they're different. So everybody's a little bit different, like you say, though. That's the key. Exactly. And that's why we're all saying it's okay. Spirit, mind, and body be the total package. You got to eat right. You got to have your Silver Star nutrition. You got to have your wrestling mindset. Give us a, let us know. There it is, Gable Gold. Make sure you get your, make sure you get yours. Put in the code mindset. Put in your code mindset. Tell us where we can find you, coach, and we'll sign it off from here. Uh, Barry.davis at silverstarnutrition.com. All right, make sure you guys check it out. Get your Gable Gold today. Thanks a lot, coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.